Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs>
when you're healing, it starts with the very most, it starts from your, your lower chakras, right? So it's going to go from your root to your sacral to, you know, all the way to you get to your heart chakra. And, and you're going to heal from the bottom up. You don't heal from the top to the bottom. You heal from the bottom up, right? So at first you're going to be bombarded with, you know, relationship issues and exes and, you know, these traumas and sexual innuendos and, you know, being weak sexually, which is also, you know, certain demonic forms, depending on if that's your demon. Like me personally, I know I have a sex demon. I know that one of my demons is sexual. Um, And not in a bad way, it's just that is one of the ways that I express myself with somebody that I love, like somebody that I'm with. I'm not really the type to just, like, go fuck somebody. That's just not what I do. So when I say I have a sex demon, it means that, if you have a sex demon, too, and you might be a pussy hound, you might be somebody that fucks a bunch of bitches, whatever, whatever, I don't want you to fuck a bunch of bitches. So I might, you know, try to get at you in a relationship to give you some pussy so you can stop fucking other bitches and just fuck me because my demon wants to meet your demon and they want to have a good time and whatever, whatever. And a lot of times I just posted something today and it was this dude holding a sign and it was like, I was trying to love you, bitch, but never mind, you know, and that's what's been happening to me lately is that I've been trying to love on someone, and it's just like maybe that's not, like you can love somebody, and it's not even afar because I'm a cancer. I can't love people from afar. Like I want to touch you. I want to kiss your face and shit like that and give you hugs and exchange energy. Not always sex. Like I, I can lay with a motherfucker. I've laid butt-ass naked in a bed with a motherfucker and didn't fuck him. Okay, it's not willpower, it's just that was not that person's divine purpose in my life at the time. So without getting too graphic and gory, we were supposed to leave earlier in the week to go back to L.A. Schedules got mixed up. The property that we have out there wasn't available until Sunday in Vegas. So I said, well, you know what, why don't we go to L.A. first? We'll just go for the day, um, link up, go to dinner at this amazing restaurant called Gwen. It's actually a butchery. It's in West Hollywood. I'm just plain simple Gwen. Uh, Four of us, about, you know, give or take $100 a person, give or take. The service was excellent. They let you pick out knives. But before all that happened, Wednesday night I had to meet with my business partner, who you know at one point I was romantically inclined to. And um, we decided that we were going to have a conversation about disbursements and things like that, so we meet where we normally met. It ends up, I can't make this shit up, with me in the hospital for like four or five hours bleeding out um, of my vajayjay because there was an unfortunate accident, a stabbing, so to speak. And, um, yeah, I lost a lot of blood. So I ended up having to go to the hospital, and I had to get a tetanus shot because, you know, they were like, it's a box cutter and, like, all this crazy shit that cuts you in the pussy, on the lip, I can't make this shit up, and I bled out so much that, like, I was like, that when one of my friends called me at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, I was just getting out of the hospital, I lost a shit ton of blood. Like, I'm talking about, like, I was on an IV, like, whatever the fuck they put in there, the electrolytes, the nutrients, the pain medication. Y'all know I can't take pain medication. That is, like, I get sick. It's just nothing I could do. So I'm in the hospital laughing the whole time. My girl Deanna comes. My niece is telling me, like, no, auntie, you got to go to the hospital because you're bleeding out. And I was like, no, I want to go home and eat an egg roll. So I go home. I can't make this shit up. I go home. I have, like, a napkin in between my legs. I got on this cute dress. You know, it was literally supposed to be like a five-minute business meeting. Things got out of control. 
and, you know, he's like, oh, my God, you know, there's blood everywhere. You know, do you want me to go to the hospital with you? I'm like, no, I'm fine. So I go home, and I find the gash. It looked like a boxer, like, gash, like, that you would see over someone's eye in my fucking vagina. I can't make this shit up. On the side lips, so we're like, the labia minora goes to the labia uh, major, if y'all are not you know, up on your pussy lingo, you should. So where the little lip goes to the big lip, I'm slashed there, a one and a half inch gash. And I have to tell y'all this because some of y'all are always trying to get closure and you, you know, you, you want all these things. And it's just like sometimes it's not worth it. Like sometimes you know that the energy is off, you know that the vibe is off, there's a new energy that may have been introduced on his end or, you know, what, you know maybe I met somebody on my end. Whatever it was, whatever energy that we shared together at the time did not exist anymore. And so there was no point, like, in us, like, we could have did a drive-by to do the contractual shit that we had to do. But we didn't because we just are gluttons and, you know, we're water signs and we like to be loved and we like to be hugged and held and try to make things work and hang on to shit that maybe that's not what the purpose was. So the retrograde for me whooped my ass in the sense of, okay, you passed all the X tests. There are so many of your boyfriends and baby fathers that are that are that were in my phone calling me or that is just dry. Like I, I don't even answer the shit. I'm not finna explain to you why I don't fuck with you. I'm not doing it. It just it takes too much of my time. Motherfucker, you know why I don't fuck with you. It's been years. Leave me alone. You won't fuck with me when you was here, you won't fuck with me when you was in town, leave me the fuck alone. So I just don't even pay that no attention. I don't really get too many people sliding in my DMs. Somebody daddy in my DMs now. He lives in Boston. I don't know what that's about, but okay. And he's actually from Pittsburgh. So I'm assuming that I know this person because my face doesn't change. So I I could be anywhere. I could be in Africa and somebody be like, yo, are you so-and-so's daughter? Like, this is just how the world is. The world is actually very small if you travel enough to see it. So I'm stabbed in the pussy. And I'm home, I'm like, I, you know, sending my son text messages, like crazy shit. And, you know, it just, it turns into this situation where I'm laughing, but I'm trying to keep from crying. Because this is the story of my life. Like every time something monumental or something good is getting ready to happen, and I don't have anxiety issues anymore because I used to have real bad anxiety, and I don't have that anymore because I realize that anxiety is nothing more than me putting something in the universe that I think is going to happen that may never happen, but now because I thought it was going to happen, the universe is going to oblige. So that's why I don't wish death on y'all anymore because some of y'all really might almost die. I don't do any of that shit because I realize that it's a detriment and it goes against my universal um, teachings that, you know, if I put something good in the in the universe, it's going to happen. So I stopped having anxiety um, because I, I don't want those things happening. Like I'm the broad that will be like, oh, you know, um, if I get in the water, a shark's going to bite me in my ass. And literally, like, I'll get in the water and get grazed by, like, a fucking barracuda. Like this is literally the story of my life. So I end up getting out of the hospital. My friend calls me. Um, Only, like, three people knew that I was in the hospital. Um, And that's by design because I don't really fuck with people enough to be like, hey, I got stabbed in my crotch and I bled out, like, bad, Um, like like a half a pint of blood. Um, So my friend calls me, and I'm telling her, like what happened, and she's drunk, so she's on her way home. She's on the West Coast as well. And um, she's just like, 
you could tell that she wanted to tell me something, and I'm always available for people when they want to dump. But I don't really have such an eventful life that when I need to dump on people that people need to really be there for me like that because I'm literally just, I I just go to work and come home. So, you know, I, I chip out of town a little something, something, but not like that. So, I end up telling my, my people that um, what happened, and I realized, like, maybe the next day that I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. You know, like, I, I couldn't even tell you. And I remember her getting angry and being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, da-da-da-da-da, what were you doing with this person? And da-da-da-da-da. And so I just remember, like, laughing and being like, this is what the fuck I do and Something I don't remember anything, but I remember that she was drunk. And so she hurries up and she's like, you know what, I'm pulling up in front of my house and, you know, that's that, I'm going to call you tomorrow. So I'm like, okay. So I get no call tomorrow. And this is a girl that, like, calls me every morning on her way to work because, you know, West Coast time is different. Um, she calls me every day on her way to work. Usually, you know, I was looking forward to those calls. And um, I talk to her every night before she, she goes home. And I leave it at that. So, like, you're just like, okay. So next thing you know, um, I am waiting on the call the next day, never get the call. And so this was Wednesday, Wednesday night going into Thursday morning. I'm actually in your city Friday, so I take my niece out. Definitely wasn't inviting her to dinner just because I'm with my family and we're not that kind of friends. And we just started this friendship, like like literally the last time I was in, in Cali. So... Great energy, great vibe, you know, also a writer. So I'm just a little shocked that she hasn't reached out. And then, I, you know, my girlfriends are telling me, and even my niece is just like, yo, you shouldn't have told her. You know, that was just a lot. And I was like, but if she could tell me that when we were at dinner the one night that some dude that she was fucking with while she was cheating on her husband was in there. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you could tell me, like, your children's names, if you can tell me, like, shit about your husband and shit like that that is really none of my business and how you cheat all the time and shit like that. I thought that it since you're sharing sacred information that I too should be able to share sacred information, especially when I didn't do anything wrong. So, you know, I, you know my my niece was like maybe I'm going to leave. I'm not going to cheat. That's just, that's not what I do. So now I'm getting agitated because I text her and I was like, yo, I'm in your town. Where you at? Whatever. So we end up going to this club later on that night, meeting people from Pittsburgh that we knew, you know, prior to going out there, me and my niece. We was out maybe an hour and a half. Y'all know I was on the West Coast. They play the same songs 5,000 fucking times a day. And so we leave there. We go to Vegas Saturday morning. We're in Vegas all day. Everything's great. I have my son. He balls out. You know, my son's a good kid. You know, he didn't want to spend no money. I'm like, you better spend this money now while I got it on my mind, you know, because next year it might be tight. You know, I I live a very below-the-budget life. I spend money on my travels. Like, this trip cost me some money. It did. Between the hotels, the Airbnbs, the the rent-a-car, all that other shit. I have a newfound respect for Jeep Wranglers as well. We had a 2020. I always like to try to rent cars before I think about buying them. Um, the next one I'm trying to think about is a Cadillac because y'all know 
been a dream of mine to have one again. So, but this time a car, not a truck. So I realized that I haven't heard from this girl, and I'm just like, yo, like, not for nothing, but, like, if somebody told me they got hit by a bus with a bunch of monkeys and clowns, I'm going to be like, you know what, I don't believe nothing this bitch saying, but let me call and make sure this bitch, because she clearly, because I sent the pictures to her, like, bitch, you ain't going to believe this, like, oh, my God. So how could you be angry at me for telling the truth? That doesn't make sense, okay? So the next day, you know, I'm in Vegas, da-da-da-da-da, everything's cool. I ain't heard from this girl. Now, she, you know, she follows me, we follow each other, everything's cool. So Sunday I'm on that tequila at the pool. I talked to my business partner earlier that day. He was very sympathetic and apologetic about what happened, wasn't his intent, you know, <laughs> to put me in the hospital. Like just, you know, inadvertently things happened. And it wasn't a violent situation. It was just a situation that got out of hand. So um, I'm on tequila at 4 in the afternoon, and I text the girl, and I'm like, nigga, is this what, this what we doing? You know, because I don't like to hear people's excuses. I'm like a in-your-face kind of let's talk about it, let's communicate about it right now. So you could tell me what I did that put you in a position that makes you not want to talk to me, yet all the filth and fuck shit that you tell me, I just sit there listening, smiling, even tried to offer a kind word in your husband's defense earlier in the week because we talked about, you know, a lot of women and men, especially when you are in a relationship with somebody that's on the rise, that's on the move, a lot of these relationships don't fail because the man or the woman went Hollywood. A lot of these relationships fail because you were comfortable being with somebody that had to work at Best Buy and then right on the weekends or had to work, you know, at, at different places. You were comfortable with that person. You are not comfortable. A lot of people's spouses look at uh, the dude from um, – Grey's Anatomy, Jesse Williams, you know, his wife held him down the whole time and then he leaves her and now he's like, Hollywood, I don't know if that's the case. Maybe she didn't evolve because now I'm starting to see different aspects of different relationships. You know, there are women and there are men that are comfortable in their middle class home. They never wanted the Hollywood shit. They just wanted the person. But if you knew the person, that's why I told you, you have to constantly be in a state of healing and constantly be in a state of evolving because if you don't, you're going to get left behind. So, like, for example, my business partner is not somebody that gives a fuck about the limelight at all, okay? He doesn't, he doesn't care about any of that shit. He's very clear, this is what Denise does. So I don't, I don't need to be there. I just, you know, I, I sign my contract. I give her what she needs, you know, to go and handle business, and then I get my return. Um, so he's not interested in that. So that's not somebody that I could be in a relationship with because, you know, when you look at it now, because... When it's time for me to go, because I was, was telling him already for, like, the past few months, like, yeah, I'm going to move to Vegas, I'm going to move, you know, and he's like, no. You know, so that's that selfishness in us all that wants to keep somebody close to them because you love them or because you care about them. But at the same time, I'm very clear that he understands who I am now. I don't think he did in the beginning. And he's just like, I have to let her be who she is because that's the only way that you get to keep people okay, in your life is when you accept them for who they are. So whether they're a nasty motherfucker, a grimy motherfucker, whatever, you have to accept that and then choose how you deal with that person accordingly. So for me and my business partner, sadly enough to say, there's no physical contact that should be happening from now until the end of the contract because it's just it's not going to work based on his situation and based on how I have to make moves, you know. 
so we're going to honor the contract. We're going to honor each other. We're not going to be disrespectful, you know, because I, of course, have love for this person. At the same time, this is the only person that was strong enough to come to me and say, look, I really believe in what you're doing. Yeah, I want money, but at the same time, I know that you're going to take the brand, you know, to where it needs to go. So I'm on tequila at 4.30 in the afternoon on Sunday, knowing I'm going back to L.A. the next day because we didn't get enough time there. We didn't get to go shopping, you know, whatever. And I know that, boom, yeah, he tore up the Caesar shops. He went to Off-White, the OVO store, frickin', um, the, the, uh what did he do? He went to, uh, oh, what's the other place? He went to Versace. We did all that. My son is walking around with a $400 cent on him, went to Creed. I love the fact that my son, he's an Aries, you know, God of War, went into the Creed store. I'm trying to encourage him to get a bottle, and he's like, Mom, all this stuff smells the same. You know, and then when we went in Versace, he picks up Santal, which is an atelier. Um, it's it's like they fresh squeeze the damn oil out of the plant itself, and it's it's very reminiscent of uh, Tom Ford's Santal Blush, and um, that was the one he liked. They have an amazing rose uh, cologne uh, parfum in Versace as well. So we went in there, burned up a little bit of money. So my my son is just very selective. He doesn't he does what he calls counterculture, where he wears things that that are opposite of what everyone else wears. You know. So, but my son's one of his first colognes was Versace Adels, speak of the devil. So, you know, he liked the treatment. We're in Burberry. My son's like, oh, it's a three hundred fifty dollar t shirt. We could have made that at home. So that's that frugal, you know, um, trait that I instilled in my son. But then when it's time to burn up some money, he's ready to burn it. So, I text my home girl at like four thirty in the afternoon Sunday. And I was like, yo, this is what we're doing. And she's like, honestly, I'm not doing anything. I just didn't know how to take what you told me and this, this, and this. And then I start to feel anger because I'm like, so it's okay for you to tell me a bunch of shit that's none of my motherfucking business because I, too, just met you. And I can't tell you that, like, some shit that really happened to me in my day that's going to affect my trip there because now I can't really swim. I can't do nothing. I can't, you know what I mean? I got stitches, like. Like, yes, I had to get stitches, 16 stitches. (laughs) So um, it's not funny. And I think that was her issue was, like, you think it's funny? I said, no, I don't. But I also think that if you would have took the time to listen to maybe just three podcasts out of the six seasons I've been on here, six seasons since 2014, you would understand that this is the type of shit that happens to me, you know, every blue moon, you know, Sometimes it's abusive. Sometimes it's because it was just an accident. Like, listen, y'all don't know. I bought a car in, like, 2012, drove it for one day and got in a car accident right in front of the motherfucking hospital, with my kid in the car, totaled the car one day after I bought it. Like, who does that happen to? Me. So I just, like, when things, like, fucked up happen, like when I went last year, we were in Miami, went to the Versace mansion, did all that shit uh, with my homegirl, Sabrina, brought my son with me. And we get to the airport, checked everything in, and they like, yeah, the flight is canceled. There were three plane crashes that day. So this is literally my fucking life. That's why I write about it. It's material. So you could tell she was very, like, standoffish, and I'm just really not in the business of begging people to be my friend. I don't give a fuck. Okay? But I felt that since we were all sharing information, that it was okay for me to tell you something about that. Right? So... You know, I told you, I start everybody out at 100%. And then when I see that we're not going to have any time, this person is very brilliant, very attractive, you know, just the vibe. The minute that I met her was just like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
you, like you're I know you're part of my tribe, you're one of my people, but I just don't know what you know so so that's the difficulty that I'm having now is that I want to love on everybody, not be in love, but love on everybody like, oh, you're just so cute, like come here, let me hug you, let me kiss your face, let me like you know get you through some shit. Let me be your muse. Let me give you some information. Let me, you know, bring some, some happiness to you, some peace. And then you have to realize that not everybody wants peace. They have to function in total and constant chaos, lies, and deception, because if they don't do that, are they really themselves? I don't like a bunch of motherfucking people around me. I, and it's funny because this girl doesn't believe that, like, all I do is literally sit in the house and create. And I haven't even finished my masterpiece yet. So between 716CBD.com, ZeroFucksShop.com, all these things, I have a million things that I do, and now everything is starting to come to fruition, which is leading me to the West Coast in the first place. So, you know, she says, okay, well, if you're going to be in town tomorrow, we'll have a sit-down. I said, bitch, we're not in the fucking mafia. There ain't no motherfucking sit-down. Motherfucker, as just a human being, fuck a friend. We, We get upset about shit that we see on Netflix. You know, with the little Gonzalez boy or Fernandez boy that got killed, we're upset and outraged about shit like that. But here I am telling you something that really fucking happened to me, whether you believe me or not, and you're just kind of like, I don't like that. I don't judge nobody, bitch. You could tell me that you got a hamster stuck in your asshole, and I'm going to be like, well, I hope it was worth it because he's eating your rectum, like something. I try to make light out of everything or make everything a joke because the reality is so painful. You know, the reality is so painful that you have to get a tetanus shot because you got stabbed in the pussy. Like, that's that's a painful fucking reality. So we sit down for dinner the next day. I don't get no hug from her. Like, you know, I, my thing is that she apologized. You know, and once a motherfucker, male or female, apologizes to me because they're acknowledging what they did and they own it, and, and she specifically said that. And I was like, you know what? That's it. It's done. The conversation is done. Um, but our friendship was so new that it's like, bitch, you could go. Like, you got all these motherfucking problems that you feel the need to bestow upon me, and you tell me all your business, your pussy-littered past, your ghosts of pussy's past, and I can't tell you, like, some real-deal crazy shit that happened to me. Because if you're not ready to strap up and buckle in for the roller coaster ride, we can't be friends, you know? So I'm realizing, like, I can't even hook her up with nobody. Well, first of all, she's married, but I can't even, you know, try to, you know, see her in a different light because it's just like... You got a lot of um, karmic damage that you I, know, I always tell people, like, if you really care about a person, you really love a person, you don't want to be part of them that gets cut the fuck off when they decide they want to be healthy or when they have an overdose or when they knock up another bitch and now, you know, you're part of that section of people that contributed to this demise. And this person is so fucking brilliant that she's literally, like, on the precipice of, like, great shit. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, when people are my friends or I'm cool with them, I really don't delve into what they do. Like, I don't Google people. I would pray that people don't Google me. But if you get smart, bitch, you can. But my thing is is that I'm assuming that what this person is getting ready to contribute to the world is great because we've already controlled the visuals um, in the world. Now we need to control the narrative, which is why I write. And I know that down the road this person will be totally down to help me. She's already helped me. She's, you know, making sure that I get, you know, my podcast up on Apple. She's, like, really had her foot on my neck, which is why I thought not so much that we were friends, but, like, 
bitch, we cool. Like, we supposed to be out here motivating each other. We black people trying to, you know, do some things. I'm trying to get where you at because I've never met a motherfucker that was somewhere I wanted to be, you know. Like, if I had a dream about where I wanted to be, it would be in her position because she gets to go to work and write all day for people that, you know, are well-respected in her industry. So it's like all the fuck shit that she's doing I'm sitting there, and I'm just drinking water because if she's not drinking, I'm not drinking. She's on this cleanse, whatever. She's eating kale and shit. And I just feel my heart just, like, clench up on me, and I'm like, fuck. I'm supposed to help you. I'm not supposed to, like, look at you like my sister or a family member or any other way than you are a person that was brought into my life for me to admire, for me to listen to. Because aside from Saladin, I really don't listen to nobody because nobody's doing what the fuck I do. 50 million things, being a mom, cooking every day, holding down the family. Nobody does what I do. So in this moment, now I'm sad because I don't get to keep her. You know, I don't get to do all the fun shit that maybe I wanted to do with her because I'm supposed to be here to help her and to be um, non-judgmental and to get her to the next place. Now, this sounds crazy that one would think that they have that much power to do, but I'm going to tell you why it's true, and she knows it, because while you out there getting everything co-signed, one thing I don't like about California, so Los Angeles is big, Hollywood is small, okay, and I've met at least 20 people that need their motherfucking ass whooped in Hollywood. Like, these, like bitches out there really are letting these dudes run amok and think that they are the bee's motherfucking knees. And you're just like, yo, that shit that you just put out was fucking trash. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, or the, the way that you treat people is trash or the way that you, you know, carry yourself is trash. Like, I've never seen. And you see it in New York a little bit, like it's mostly the men that are groupish, but, like, in in, in Cali, like in the in West Hollywood, that whole area – Everybody wants something. So I've never been the type of bitch, like, I'll go out, like, I keep saying, like, oh, I'm going to move out there. All I need is a job. Because y'all know I, I do many things, so I've been with the same company for 10 years. But before that, I also was on about my business. So all I need is a job. The money, everything else, that's going to come. So it's it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, well, if you get here, whatever. But I, won't, I would never say to this person, like, oh, I want to do what you do because, motherfucker, I'm skipping steps. You know what I mean? But is that a dream? Absolutely. But am I going to keep this person around because that's my dream? Fuck no. Fuck no. Because for at the end of the day, I don't know what your, what your purpose is with me. I know what your purpose is with me. But maybe I don't have a purpose with you. So maybe I just got to be your friend that you call once a week to check in. How you doing? Yo, let me take just a vent. I hold a lot of people's fucking secrets in. And that's why when people fucking do me dirty or don't allow me to be a dumping ground, like, let you be a dumping ground for once, bitch. I listen to all your shit. I listen to a lot of people's shit. I told you, the, the one day I had 90-something DMs from the same woman on the West Coast. She's out on the West Coast. She's in Vancouver. She's in Canada, though. And I couldn't answer it because I can't, I can't give my energy to that right now. I, have to, I had other things I had to do that day. So I'm having this conversation with this person, and I'm trying to explain to her like, you have to understand that, like, your existence in my life is a non-motherfucking factor because you're married. You're, so me and you are in two separate pools, and y'all know how I feel about single people swimming in married people pools and shit like that, okay? 
So if you can tell me all these things, right, then I should be able to tell you the truth about something. She's just like, I just don't know why you said that. The inappropriateness, you don't think it's inappropriate, the shit that you tell me? So that's why I thought that it was fine to tell you. And, And it was the truth. It was the truth. You're not telling me every bitch or every dude that you fucked. You're not telling me that. You see what I'm saying? You're telling me enough, but you're not telling me that. So people have to start looking at their character while they're out here doing character development. Look at your own fucking character. Everything that you want is right there, but it's not going to happen for you unless you stop. And then when you stop doing the shit that you were doing before, I'm so sorry to tell you, baby girl, you got to sit in your shit for a minute. You got to get nagged. You got to get stalked. You got to get a pregnancy scare, an AIDS scare, a fucking gonorrhea scare. You got you to gotta get all that before you're able to heal past the fuck shit that you did to somebody that you claim that you love. That's why I don't be paying no attention to these dudes out here. You, The very bitch that you claim that you love and would never forsake be the same bitch that you cheating on. And that's why I lose a lot of respect for a lot of these men. Now, some of these men are starved. I get that. Would never say a bad thing about their bitch, never say nothing about nothing. She never said nothing bad about, you know, her husband. You know, she never said nothing bad about her husband, but I feel that it's like if y'all have evolved past some shit or, or or his aesthetic is not what you like, don't be disrespectful and say shit like I just cheat in plain sight. That just means you a grimy bitch. It just means that, like, like I'm not cheating on my nigga. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be in a relationship with no nigga whether I was married or not and cheat. Because I told you before, y'all know and y'all hear on these shows, the type of dudes that I deal with, they're killing everybody. The goldfish, the fucking sneakers on the floor, everything getting killed. And it's funny because she tried to say to me, like, and like real condescending, like, like, you know, oh, I feel bad that you can only write when you have trauma. Excuse me? No, bitch, I write because, when, first of all, you go work a fucking eight-hour day, be a real parent, come home at night on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and then try to go fucking do a podcast twice a week so you can help other people. Not because you're getting paid, but because so you can help other people, and then write books that literally rip you in half. So, yes, I want to learn to write a script. I want to learn how to write all this other shit, but I write books. That's what the fuck I do. I don't write pamphlets, Okay. And every book that I ever wrote was about a personal experience. Everything was material. And she's like, but you should, you know, I'm not using that. Bitch, the come up requires isolation. If you got to be out every week doing a bunch of shit and drinking and driving and doing all this crazy shit, you're not really the bitch that you thought you was. I am. I can sit in the house by my motherfucking self with all my baubles and spoils and fucking sandwiches and salads and champagne or whatever the fuck I want to have in here, Coke 45, and be perfectly content. I'm not an energy vampire. I'm the bitch that everyone tries to steal the energy from just in a public space. Like, get the fuck away from me. You know, I've had people literally use me for my energy. I remember I used to have people fly me in and out of town just to come to parties, and I thought it was just because I was the life of the party when I realized that the life of the party really translates to energy. Okay? So I just look at things differently when I see people that are so full of life and beautiful, like their art, what they do, their passion. You know, that's the one thing you could get the bitch to talk about was what she does, but I feel like she doesn't really believe that she's supposed to be there. So if you in your mind really believe you're not supposed to be there and everything that you're doing for the months leading up to you having this big event is sabotage, oh, bitch, you, you just wait. 
You just fucking wait. You're going to get stabbed in the pussy too. You see what I mean? Because that's what's going to happen. Now, I didn't do shit to get to get what happened to me, so I know it's not a karmic-related situation, but, but I think it was an affirmation that I should not be thinking sexual about my partner, as beautiful as he is and, you know, whatever, because that is not his purpose in my life, you know. Business is, is forever. Love is sometimes not. Physical is sometimes not. And he's older than me, you know, so... That was intriguing to me because I always, you know, go younger. So, you know, when you have situations and when you're sitting there, and especially when you're in a healing space, like I'm not meant to heal my partner. There's nothing really wrong with him. He's fine. He's loved. He's fine. He's, you know, he's adored. He doesn't, he has a family. Like he doesn't need any healing from me. He needed my business sense, but he didn't need the healing. And that's fine. So I still try to love on him anyway, and it doesn't work. You know, you try loving somebody and they can't love you back. Not that they don't, they just, they can't, right? So this leads to fucking, you know, just hurt and, and just you feel like shit. So you're like, okay, I can't be loved in this relationship. Let me try and go love on this person. And you can't love on this girl either because, A, you're not gay, but also because this bitch gets love from everybody. Everybody loves this bitch. She walks in a restaurant, there's the fucking hostesses. Everybody loves this broad, right? But yet you're concerned because you think that I don't really fuck with you like that. And so now we have, like, it's almost like self-esteem issues. So it's just like if you believe that the hostess really is nice to you because you're such a nice person, but you don't believe that I'm really, like, trying to be your friend and really trying to be, you know, there for you or try to make myself, I always try to make myself useful in someone's life, right? Because as you age, you start to realize that, um, you you start to realize mortality is at an all-time low, right? It's it's at an all-time low. Like, you, you can't get out here and function and perform the way that you did when you was 20 years old. You can't do shit like that. Um, and you realize that 50 is, is, is upon us. You know, so 50, That's we're in midlife crisis age right now. You know, so, of course, I have, you know, my guy friends that are dating women that are 20 years younger than him. My niece is dating someone 17 years older than her. That is not my option. I'm either going to go older, I'm going to go younger, or I'm just going to get the money. I'm always going to get the money. So although I'm appreciative of everything that she's shown me and taught me in the last few weeks, I just feel like it was like a death. It was like sitting there, like, watching someone, like, really sabotage y'all relationship, y'all friendship, because they want to do hood rat shit or because they want to clean up their act. I was never part of the dirty part of you. You know, I'm part of the creative part of you that wants to see you win, that wants to see you, like, do great things because then it's each one teach one because I know that, you know what I'm saying, like, if I was out there, that it probably wouldn't be a big deal for that motherfucker to be like, yo, just just come down here and interview for this, or I'll have you do this, or have you do that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, you know, overstepping. But 2020 and for the rest of eternity is literally it's a with or without you kind of fucking thing. Because if it's not you, it'll be somebody else. My work speaks for itself. There's enough of it, 320 episodes, six seasons, fucking six books. I'm going on my seventh book. Like, I'm doing the work. I'm just not in the position. Right, because I didn't want to be known. I, I I want the money. I don't want the fame. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want people to bow down to me when I walk in restaurants and shouldn't act like they like me so much when I know that really they don't give a fuck about me. And if I wanted to, I could fuck them in the bathroom. That's not the type of shit that I thrive off of. I'm a big game hunter. I'm not, I'm not somebody that goes out and picks the easiest prey. That's not what I do. Okay? And a young motherfucker to me right now, that's easy prey. The fuck you going to teach me? You can't teach me. So I'm not interested in any type of relationship where nobody can teach me. You can't teach me anything. So, the, you know, she was obviously, like, schooling me on some shit, like, you could be doing this and you could be doing that. But then I have to look at her and say, for as much as I wanted to, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do that now because my purpose in your life is really to be your soundboard, really to be the muse, really to be, you know, and that's what I signed up for anyway, and really to bounce ideas off of you because I respect you because you've been a pioneer in this industry for 20 years, you know, and um, actually longer than that, 30 years. And it's just difficult for me not to want to love on somebody and to look at them in a different way because you and I don't share the same idea of what friendship is or what fellowship is or what loyalty is, but you already have the people that you're loyal to, right? I do too, but just as a human. And, and you know, she's apologized for that over and over and over again, but I think it's easier, especially when people have spouses and children and other things going on, to kind of just say fuck everyone else and then deal with you when you want to. I'm not that bitch. You can't deal with me whenever the fuck you feel like it, just like my partner. My partner was going through something for like a month, and I told him too. I was like, you don't get to just not communicate with me about some shit going on that makes me worry about the state of my, my business. Dow Jones dropping left and right. Motherfucker, this is a this is business. If you're going to be somewhere for a month, five days, ten days, just let a bitch know so that I can, you know, not be concerned that my partner is somewhere, you know, laid off in jail or dead or, something, you know, something like that. You don't got to tell me all your business, but I need to know because this this affects how, how I, you know, make my money. So... With that being said, with all this coronavirus shit going all around, the rule number one should have always been keep your fucking hands clean. That's why I don't lie. I don't have no reason to lie because I don't fear nobody, and that's one of the things, one of the best quotes John Gotti ever said. He said, I don't lie because I don't fear you, right? If you're doing shit that you got to lie about, and I know that my, my shows sting people a lot, and I was telling the girl, I said, you know, another reason that I told you is because I'm going to get on my show and talk about this. One day maybe I'll be a stand-up comedian and I'll, I'll really tell the actual gory details of what happened. But, you know, I don't think everything is funny. Um, I don't. But if I don't laugh about the the tragic turns that my life has had, none of it I deserve, not fucking one of it. Because that was the other thing. She was trying to, like, put me in this category of this, like, damsel in distress. That's not really my M.O., I keep it pushing. I got to go to work. I ran a marathon literally with, what was it, four or five broken toes and went the fuck to work that night after running 26.2 miles and 417 with several broken toes. Like anything that can happen. That's why I write books. Because I used to literally, before hashtags came out, used to always be like, I can't make this shit up. That's why my Instagram page, at miss.d.scott, um, has over 13,000 posts because if you go back far enough, a lot of the shit that I'm doing right now I predicted five, six years ago. A lot of shit that has happened to me is on there in, in Sanskrit. Like if you read between the lines, you can see what was going on. A lot of that shit's on there. So I was telling her, I said, I told you the truth about what happened to me because not because I thought we was like best friends or anything, but like 
bitch, you tell me a lot of foul shit too. Like if I was to take the information that you told me and splash it on my show or do some shit like that, like you real fucking bold right now. You out of pocket, right? But I don't say that to you because that's your life. That shit don't affect me until it does. So I'm telling you some shit about my life. So I was very like hurt by the fact that we're not, we're only going to be a certain type of friend, friends to each other because, you know, this is just um, how it is. You know, you don't have the same type of compass I do because it's not important to you. You know what I mean? Which everything that anybody that I come in contact with, because I'm actually not a nice person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people be thinking I'm like nice like this to everybody. Bitch, I'm not. I don't even talk to people. I literally, there are people, I've been back in Niagara Falls for 10 years. There's people that don't even know I live here. They still think I live in Tampa, Apollo Beach. That's where they think I still live. I'm like, no, I'm here. You know, and then he's like, you know, and then she's like, well, that's why you, um, um, she's like, that's why, you know, you, you, think this is so exciting because you live a boring life. No, my life is actually fucking lit as fuck. I live a basic um a basic solitary life. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I just I do what I'm supposed to do so now I do I did what I had to do all those years so now I could do what I want to do. So if I want to move to Beverly Hills, I could do that. If I want to move to North Hollywood I can do that. If I want to move to, to Vegas I could do that. My son is graduating in two years. You know, so with that being said, now that the retrograde is over, we're in the shadow phase, and that's another thing. She don't believe in this interplanetary shit, and I'm just like, God damn it, baby girl, we, we got some work to do. Because you can't think that you're just out here, you know, dealing with little Jesus and one God, several. There's hundreds. You know, so the very deities that I pray to that brought me to you in order to make that connection, you know, and I don't think it's going to be a brief connection. I think we're going to be friends. I think we're going to be you know, great friends and maybe confidants because I'm everybody's confidant. But then when I have something to say, nobody can help me. So it's it's my fault because I shouldn't have told her, but I just can't hold something like that in because it, was it wasn't comical at all. It was just this is the person that I looked forward to speaking to because I've been talking to her every day, you know, bouncing ideas, telling her, you know, how excited I am about, you know, my podcast, trying to get on Apple and thank you for the encouragement. And then to tell her that and then her be turned off by the shit, it's like, bitch, how dare you? Like, and now you want to act all like, you know, oh, I, I don't want to be seen doing this and seen doing that. Like, motherfucker, you have enough karmic debt to fucking take to the bank and your credit score be fucking zero right now. Like, so when people come into your life to try to add to you, I'm not trying to take anything from you. I work for everything I got. But when people come into your life to try to add to you, you should really consider that, a little bit more than you do and stop fucking dealing with energy bitches and vampires and motherfuckers that just want to take shit from you and run this by you and run that by you. You really think motherfuckers really give a fuck about you like that? Because they don't. You know, you over here telling me you and a fucking, you know, was fucking with somebody that was also married. Like, so I can't call you and tell you that my pussy got stabbed? That sounds crazy to me. You know, I just I just want reciprocity. That's all I want. So, I mean, we in a place of peace right now. We good. You know, she made sure I landed. Everything was cool. And I'm going to see her next time I'm out there, which will probably be in the next couple months unless I'm summoned out there for some other shit. I'm glad that it didn't get to the place that we thought it was going to get to because shit just got real. And it's just crazy to me because she's originally a New Yorker. And it's crazy to me how – she doesn't realize that just because you live in Hollywood, like, there's bitches out here suffering in the rest of the fucking world. 
there's fucked up shit happening in the rest of the country, not just in the little place that maybe not in the little place that you live in. You know, and I, one of the first things she said to me was like, oh, I'm not Hollywood like so-and-so, and that's not, you know, what I do. And I'm like, yeah, you are fucking Hollywood. If you don't know bitches that's getting beat up by their boyfriends, no, it's not normal. But if you don't know none, you are Hollywood now. You're not East Coast no more. If you don't know bitches that's getting killed and all this other shit trying to leave relationships, then no, you, you are a little bit away from what the fuck is going on in mainstream in the rest of fucking America. You know, if you're not able to tell me how you can live off $2,000 a month raising three kids and shit like that, then no, you, you have gotten away from what the fuck is going on in the rest of the country. I speak for the people. I speak for the bitches that, that don't have it or that stutter or stammer and don't know how to stand up for themselves. That's why I work for the Human Rights Commissioner for the state of fucking New York so that when I go to court with these girls or these men that are being bullied by their landlords, by their baby father, by anybody, I'm the person that goes to court. I'm the only other person besides your attorney that's allowed to go in a courtroom with you because I don't want you to get bullied. That's my whole thing. I don't want you to feel like you don't have rights. So I do that in my spare time as well. So when motherfuckers tell me, like, oh, I can't believe you don't have a man, da-da-da, bitch, I could. I probably could have your man. But the point of the matter is I don't want him because he wants you. All I told you, all I ever wanted was a nigga that didn't want y'all. I don't, I don't like dudes that be everywhere all the time that got to be having validation because that's all it is is dick validation. You're validating your dick. So you, your dick must be trash if you feel you need to put it in everybody. It has to be because then you would have, if you fucking six bitches and you ain't got six psychos, your dick's trash. And I told you women before, if you got to fuck three niggas to get one thing, your pussy's trash. I could fuck with the same dude and get every single thing I want out this motherfucker, whether it's money, whatever. Motherfucker might not be able to give me too much time, but it'll give me anything that I want. So what is the point in going and fucking with other people when you already have a partner that's doing everything he can for you? I don't know too many bitches that could go to a motherfucker and just ask for, like, a whole bunch of shit, and they'd be like, here. And not, listen, my dude didn't even ask to see the receipt. He don't even want to see the receipt. He just want to see the box that came in. Oh, okay. That's it. But my relationships have been like that my whole life. I never pick the guy that all the bitches is fucking. I never do that because that's disgusting to me. The fact that you have to share energy with so many people and then you wonder why you're fucking tired all the time. You wonder why you're sick, your body ain't right, your skin looks fucked up. You're sharing too much energy. My partner, too. My partner been sharing energy, I'm sure. He ain't going to never tell me he was, but he was. Something definitely shifted and happened. Cool, go go do that. But if you go and you do that, you know that you can't touch me. And that's probably why this incident happened, because you did some fuck shit. And if I'm in tune with you and I'm connected with you, especially physically, I'm going to know. It's, 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 it's inevitable. So as I look at both, you know, the female and then the dude that I'm, you know, close to or whatever, and then I say, like, I can't touch you anymore, and then me and you can't be the type of friends that I thought we was going to be. Maybe it's best. So everything right now in my life is pointing at business. So I ain't going to be able to get no dick no time soon. I ain't going to be able to be in no relationship no time soon because I got to start planning for my departure in these businesses and, and, and taking shit to the next level. So I'm keeping my, my nose clean, my hands clean, my ass clean to make sure that, I'm focused, and a lot of people don't understand that that level up, sex is not important. Liquor becomes unimportant. You ain't even eating sometimes. You just fasting. So 
So until you start getting to those levels where pussy ain't important to you, dick ain't important to you, the only thing that matters is your money and your family, you're not really healing. If you could look at a bitch and all you're thinking about is fucking her and you ain't thinking about how you're going to put some money in her pocket or how she could put some money in yours, not even on some pimp shit, are you really healing? You're not there yet. The level up requires isolation. In order for you to isolate, you got to keep your hands clean. Everything that I need is in this house right now. I'm about to build another studio in the back corner, but everything I need is in this house right now. I don't need shit. I don't need anything. I just need to do what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Stop sitting on my on my talent. Stop sitting on my businesses and just let them prosper and grow. And I'm going to let the people that I want to love on, her and my partner, take me to where I need to go. You know, I have somebody that's an intellectual that's in my corner, and then I have somebody that's a financier that's in my corner. That's all I need. I don't need shit else. You know what I'm saying? So if she... You know, and I'm sure she's going to listen to the show and be like, no, I said I was sorry, and I understand that. But you have to understand that I also told you that the reason that I told you the truth about what happened to me is because I was going to talk about it on my show. And then, of course, we'll joke about it on my page, and, like, the people will be like, yo. But I guarantee you there's going to be a bitch that comes to me and tell me she got stabbed in the pussy, too. I'm telling you. I know a bitch right now that it happened to in this town. Okay? So just because things are not your reality doesn't mean that that's not the reality of the rest of the world, and that's why a lot of these shows that we watch on TV that people think are going to be flops, actually, like, there was a show called, um, I think it was called Amazing Grace years ago. I wish I would have fucking found out about the show because it's actually almost everything I'm going through right now, you know. So with that being said, y'all, make sure you keep your hands clean. My homegirl, y'all about to see me somewhere else in a minute because I got to go help my homegirl move because she's, you know, she's embarking on her new journey out here in life. And I just want y'all to understand, when you come with pure intentions, okay, you can't lead with lust, okay, when you come with pure intentions. My partner had pure intentions with me. That's why he gets to, he'll be around forever. You know, in the sense of not a friendship, but just we'll always have communication. We will not be in a relationship, but we will always have communication because we get money together. Okay, will it be in the same fashion that we've communicated before? Absolutely not, because that was horrifying and it did not need to go down like that. But I accept, you know, the apologies and the, you know, that's not, you know, what should have happened and whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. But going forward, I have to always make sure that I keep my hands clean with that situation, no matter how bad I want to love on somebody or want to be somebody's friend, that maybe that's not my purpose in your life. You know, so you have to start looking at what's my purpose in your life. I know what y'all purpose is to me, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not going to get taken out of my element. Every time I meet somebody with a great and fresh and creative and wonderful and new energy, I get taken out of my element because my first thing is, oh, my God, that's my best friend or that's my boyfriend. Like That's how I think. And I have to stop thinking like that because it drains me and then it hurts my feelings in the end when I don't get to keep y'all. So I'd rather keep the people in my circle, even if I only talk to them once a month or if I only talk to these people just for updates and business, than to let somebody go because I couldn't get my way. And my way was not what the universe wanted me to do anyway. So with this shadow period coming in with Mercury retrograde, whether you believe in this shit or not, y'all about to start feeling it, don't let nobody take you out your element. Here we go. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck. I'm willing to die for this shit. I done cried for this shit. Might take a lie for this shit. Put the Bible down and go. I for a knife for this shit. Dot my enemy won't catch a vibe for this shit. Aye. I've been stumped out in front of my mama. My daddy commissary made it to commas. 
Bitch, all my grandma's dead. So ain't nobody praying for me. I'm on your head. Aye. 30 millions later, no defense watching. Auntie on my telegram like, be cautious. I be hanging out of towns. I be on Stockton. I don't do it for the ground. I do it for Compton. I'm willing to die for the shit, nigga. I take your fucking life for the shit, nigga. We ain't going back to broke. Family selling dope. That's why you many ass rap niggas better know. If I gotta slap a pussy ass nigga, I'ma make it look sexy. If I gotta go hard on the bitch, I'ma make it look sexy. Made it look sexy. They won't take me on my element. Nah, take me on my element. I'm allergic to a bitch, nigga. Ay. An imaginary rich, nigga. Ay. Seven figures, how that's slimmer than my bitch figure. Going digital and physical and all y'all. Ay. Bunch of criminals and money in my phone calls. Ay. Me okay, we let the A1 fly. We locate, jump on the same G5. Check it for me heavy, cause I go, yeah, I go, yeah. They never been ready, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. 100K spread, cross the flow, cross the flow, yeah. None of y'all fucking with the flow, yeah, the flow, yeah. Years in the making, they don't try mistake it. I got them by a landslide, we talking about races. You know there's never be a tie, just look at their laces. You know careers take off, just gotta be patient. Mr. One through five, that's the only logic. Fake my death, go to Cuba, that's the only option. If I gotta slap a pussy ass nigga, I'ma make it look sexy. Gotta go hard on the bitch, I'ma make it look sexy I pull up, hop out, air out, made it look sexy They won't take me out my element, nah, take me out my element Damn if I do, if I don't, yeah God damn it's all if you want, yeah Damn, 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 it's a goddamn shame You ain't front line, get out the goddamn way Niggas thought they wouldn't go see me, huh? Niggas thought that K-Dot real life is the same life they see on TV, huh? Niggas wanna flex on me and be in L.A. for free, huh? Next time they hit the 10 freeway, we need receipt, huh? Cause most of y'all ain't real, most of y'all go squeal. Most of y'all just envy, but jealousy get you killed. Most of y'all throw rocks and try to hide your hand. Just say his name and I promise that you'll see Candyman. Because it's all in your eyes, most of y'all tell lies. Most of y'all don't fade, most of y'all been advised. Last OP I tried to lift the black goddess. But it's the difference between black goddess and whack goddess.